everybody and welcome to Dirty Work Minute. It's the podcast where we're watching and analyzing the 1998 Norm Macdonald film Dirty Work one minute at a time. And I'm one of your hosts, David K. Jones. And my name is John Yavez and I'm uh, super excited because once again we have a very special guest, the lady that created pretty much the god chocolate. Yeah, that's a good name for it. (laughs) (laughs) Carolyn is here. Nice laugh, nice evil laugh there. Yes. <laughs> Pretty sure the stock, the, the shareholders will be uh, enthused to hear that. Very much so. <laughs> they love it. Yeah. They all love it. Yeah, well, where no one can die, you know? Like, what are, what are the negative repercussions of that? Yeah. Right? Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Not, <laughs> we, don't, we don't have to eat or sleep or anything. Yeah. Nope. It's pretty great. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> It's like we're all vampires. Yeah. Except we yeah. eat chocolate instead of drinking blood. <laughs> which is, which, which to me is a much better alternative. Yeah, yeah better. blood is kind of gross. Yeah, blood is, you know, having a never-ending never thirst for drinking something that tastes like straight iron. Like, yeah. 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 Pennies. Breads yeah. disease. Yeah. yeah. Screw that. Yeah. Yeah. Chocolate's way better. Oh, choco goodness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, today we're talking about minute 64 of Dirty Work. Minute 64 starts with uh, Mitch giving a rousing speech to uh, all those people that he made homeless, saying, uh, it's not just revenge, it's standing up for yourself. And it ends with homeless guy Martin saying, you know, Travis Cole is empty inside, so he has to make everyone around him empty. Ooh. And then it cuts off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His rousing speech. It's, uh, yeah, this is, <laughs> once again, this is a building minutes. Yeah. You know, definitely things are getting pumped up for the big finale. I do, like, uh, you see the return of Kirkpatrick? Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, who's that guy? So, uh, quick download. (laughs) Kirkpatrick is the owner of the Dirty Work building that he leases to Mitch and Sam. Okay. And he also owns the building that Mitch and Sam gets condemned. Right. So, he he himself is a pretty, uh, rich. Pretty entrepreneurial, right? Couple buildings. Sweet suit, yeah. yellow and green. That's working. Yeah, solid, yeah. solid, bright colors. <laughs> and he's uh, he, his his only thing is that if you screw him, right? Okay. he's gonna punch you in the stomach. Ooh. That's his policy. Yeah. Yikes! And uh, this Watch is out a, for that guy. Yeah, yeah. And this is actually a callback because in the beginning, near the beginning of the movie, once they get when they get the building, he tells them that uh, he tells Mitch that, right. and he says that Sam is the guy that's. It's his department. That's his department. So that's why he only punches Sam. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, right. <laughs> Mitch set him up way in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, when when Sam gets punched in the stomach, he says, "Why didn't he hit you?" And Mitch says, "I have no idea." And like this little look side to side, yeah, like shifty eyes. Yeah. The, uh, it's one of those things that maybe Mitch hasn't really learned his lesson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know who really wants to get punched in the stomach? Yeah, okay. yeah. I think the way he delivers it is just, um, such a norm moment, and that's. But I found like all of my favorite lines and moments in the uh, in the film are like just Norm Macdonald being Norm Macdonald. Yeah, <laughs> that is pretty much Norm at his best. Yeah, just Norm being Norm. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I don't know why you'd want him to be like anything else. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's like when he tried to be all inspirational in the beginning, 
I could understand why the people weren't that excited at nah, first. nobody could. Yeah. They were just like crickets, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Well, they... They, don't, they didn't have the fortunate uh, circumstance to watch the camera swoop in and the influence and the inspirational music <laughs> in the background. You know, they're just kind of experiencing it firsthand. So no, they didn't have the music. Yeah, it, made, yeah. it adds so much to it. It yeah. does. But I did start cheering when he he said, "Okay, fine. But if I if I screw this up, then you all get a you all get to kick my ass." Then everybody cheered and was totally into it. You guys ever make a deal like that? <laughs> so, if you let me do this for you. Uh, if I screw up, you get to beat me up. You guys ever? <laughs> I've never gone that far down with uh, negotiations. But I feel like now it should be in my toolbox. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. That's, yeah. Yeah. Because like you know, you get roughed up a bit, right? yeah. and you heal from that, and then you're scot free, right? Yeah. And then mm-hmm. There's no sort of Damocles hanging over your head. <laughs> And also, it shows how confident you are that your plan's going to work when you say, oh, you know what? Hey, 30 people, you can all beat me up if I fail at this, but I'm so confident this thing is going to work. Yeah. And you got to think that not all 30 of those people are going to try to beat them yeah. up. Yeah. You know? But to be fair, I think some of the people in that crowd were like grandmas, so I don't know how much you know, beating they could yeah. do. Yeah. Be surprised. I don't you know. know. <laughs> Most people got a lot of. Uh, they got a lot of hutzpah in them. Yeah. <laughs> just, gotta, years and years of, uh, just years and years of kept up hate. And, yeah. Uh, Maybe like buckles in their purses. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> well, you know, they, like, there's some old people that have some pretty amazing feats of strength in yeah. them. You know, like, you'd be surprised if you'd try to uh, take an old person on one by one on one. You'd be surprised by how hard they can squeeze a pair of balls. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That does happen. Pops is old and he's he's got the whole ball squeezing thing down. Yeah. Yeah. We also get to see them outside of, finally, the Chelsea Opera House. Yeah. We get to see it for the first time. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. yeah the, the infamous Chelsea Opera House, yeah. finally. Yeah, which they uh, never find out why uh, Travis Cole likes opera so much. Yeah. And uh, what I love about this, too, is that we get all of his old workers, Travis, right, yeah. Travis's, and one of them that likes to do the speeches. The homeless guys, yeah. Yeah, he starts doing a speech, and unfortunately, the minute ends right in the middle of it. Yeah. So Uh-oh. I'm sure everyone will hear him out through this one and yeah. be inspired. But I just want to bring up, you guys ever do that, where you would like, <laughs> go off into that <laughs> thousand-yard stare and... Start giving an inspirational speech. <laughs> no, it's because after seeing this movie, I was afraid that if I did, people would just walk away from it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Or might give you like two bucks. Yeah, just give me two dollars to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my problem. Yeah, they don't want to hear me talk. They just want to pay me to shut up and leave. <laughs> it's yeah. like I'm a hooker or something. I don't know. <laughs> the money in the dresser. <laughs> be an interesting experience to have with a hanger if she just started giving you a very presidential speech <laughs> and then you just were really confused <laughs> you know like if it, like you know it's funny like i don't think i've ever experienced a speech firsthand that was deliberately inspirational right you know most of these kind of things are kind of given uh with a sense of sarcasm yeah you know true it's, it is really cheesy if you unless unless the moment really calls for it you know what i'm saying like Firsthand, my experiences with people trying to give inspirational speeches is that they're always kind of sarcastic and <laughs> just really self-aware. I never had an Independence Day <laughs> president's speech experience. No? Oh. You never had to uh, 
go into battle against space aliens. That's sure, probably yeah. why you nothing that, that serious. No, I have not done that. <laughs> so yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I don't. Maybe it's because I don't really pay attention. Oh, that could be. <laughs> probably that could be. Yeah, because I think like your valedictorian speech at your graduation you talked about the other day. Oh yeah, yeah. That was probably supposed to be inspirational. Yeah, that came. That can't. That kind of came off hokey. Yeah. I mean, like, I keep, I keep putting shade at my alma mater, but <laughs> <laughs> the lady that they got to do the valedictorian speech, I'm pretty sure she's bright and smart, and she'll probably have a good future, but speeches is just like, when you're close to 30, and you're listening to a, so, like someone that's, you know, a decade younger than you, giving a speech <laughs> about, you know, how bright the future's gonna be, <laughs> you're like, yeah, I've been out there, y'all, it's not, nope. It's not the rainbows and sunshine that <laughs> no. you think it's going to be. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. You guys want to shake people. <laughs> Don't you understand what this means? You're screwed. <laughs> this college has given you, this college has given you no applicable skills. What are you, what are you even thinking about? No, no one knows what they're doing when they first get a job. <laughs> we just, we just lie and pretend and then we get used to the thing that we're doing and then boom, we go from there. <laughs> That's very inspirational, John. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, was, <laughs> yeah, inspired. I think I should put music behind that when we. Uh, just, um, I should just do commencement speeches. Yeah. <laughs> Paid ten thousand dollars for speaking engagement. Yeah. yeah. Just, uh, I'll just uh, quote wrestler, wrestlers <laughs> and their catchphrases yeah. and my own, and people will be thoroughly confused or angry. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a favorite catchphrase from a wrestler? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, what is it? Uh, anything the Rock does, basically. <laughs> you know, know your role and shut your mouth, or jabroni, or uh, it doesn't matter, or bring it, or um, you know the eyebrow raising, <laughs> uh, the, the eyebrow raising, jabroni beating, pie eating, elbow dropping. Most electrifying man in sports entertainment. It's pretty good. His longer versions. Well, you know, like this goes to the whole fact that, like, you know, wrestling is silly. <laughs> but uh, just like the fact that you think you could just go throughout your life just yelling catchphrases at somebody and then beating them up <laughs> to get what you want is always kind of silly. But yeah, The Rock's been my favorite. I mean, Stone Cold is probably up there. Nah. You know, like that's the bottom line and. Austin 316 just said I whipped your ass. <laughs> is that what Austin 316 is? Yeah, yeah. I never knew. Uh, if you look it up in the Bible, yeah. that's <laughs> <laughs> exactly word for word. <laughs> so, I mean, I'd say probably things like that at a, at a commencement speech. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I ask what college this is, and then they'd yell at it, and I'd be like, it doesn't matter what college this is. <laughs> Know your roles and shut your mouth, jabronis. <laughs> Just to be the most discouraging. <laughs> I'm th- I, like, I, w- I always thought that, like, you know, because The Rock kind of teased that he was running for president. Yeah. 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 For sure. And people were excited. I was like, oh, I'd only be on board if he went full on The Rock. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We don't want You'd Dwayne Johnson to be president. We want The no, Rock no, to be president. No, I want the, yeah. specifically The Rock. Yeah. Right, because like if you just got a wrestling crowd at those debates, <laughs> <laughs> like if people were, if people really liked you know how how Donald Trump just told it how how it is, then yeah. 
the Rock should be a shoe in. You know what I'm saying? Like him debating Donald Trump, there'd be there'd be no obvious there'd be one obvious choice. Yeah, you know he wouldn't even let Donald Trump talk. You know what I'm saying? He just you know he'd tell him to shut up and he wouldn't give any kind of policy. He wouldn't tell he wouldn't he wouldn't. He wouldn't explain any of his policies, probably. <laughs> Just be in his underwear with big boots on. Yeah. <laughs> they play his theme song. Yeah, that'd be amazing. I would watch that in a heartbeat. for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Imagine if someone was just like, all right, and the person facing Donald Trump is, and the lights went out. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just heard, if you smile, and then like, <laughs> the lights come back on, and it's the rock, and your rock bottom's Donald Trump. <laughs> Gives him the people's elbow, yeah. and just wins the election that way. <laughs> wrestling match, you know. If if there's sorry, I'm, I'm going on about wrestling. This is another do dirty one. But you know, if there's a, if there's one thing Donald Trump has on over the rock right now is that well, he's the president. Yeah, <laughs> nah, yeah. He's the most powerful man in he, the world. Yes, and he is also in the WWE <laughs> Hall of Fame. Oh. Which really? The rock is not. Yep. Which the Rock is not. Wow! wow. Yeah. I did not know. Yep. Yep. Ever since they decided to start inducting celebrities, oh. he was probably he was one of the first people to go in because he participated. <laughs> he paid for everything. I don't know. No, no. He, <laughs> he he participated in a WrestleMania to kind of to advertise for you know The Apprentice. Oh, sure. There it is. There it is. (laughs) So he actually, like, yeah, so he actually got to participate. He shaved Vince McMahon's head. Oh. Yeah. And now, and now Linda McMahon is in charge of uh, small business. Yeah. (laughs) Trump's cabinet. Full circle. Yeah. It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine just him telling his his people, like, who do you want to be in charge of small business? Oh, Linda McMahon? Like, oh, why? Perfect. Because her husband let me participate in WrestleMania. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I yeah. shaved her husband's head one yeah, time. I think I shaved her husband's head. Makes husband's total sense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is, a, this is coming from Vince McMahon, a, a guy who thought an angle where he hypnotized his wife so he could cheat on her with other wrestlers <laughs> was a good storyline. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Did, did that make the ratings go up or down? I don't know. I don't know. There was also there was also an angle where uh, his daughter got pregnant, and then instead of letting her not work, he just said, "Hey, let's make this an angle," <laughs> and be like, "Who's the dad?" Yeah. And then it came down to himself and her brother. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, rich people are insane. That's yeah. the lesson I've learned. From- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And this was, was this at a time when there were still people that thought wrestling was real? Uh, probably, yeah. you know. <laughs> that's also very weird about professional <laughs> wrestling is that it took people a very long time to realize that, you know, these guys were getting hurt, right? Yeah. But, like, it was all, it's like, no more glorious than watching, uh, going to, uh, was that medieval place? No, medieval times. Oh, medieval yeah. times, you know, pretty much the yeah. same deal, right? And it's, sure. <laughs> you know it's a good show it's, yeah. it's, it's entertaining and people do get invested it's all fun yeah. it's, all, it's all fun it's like it's like watching a Saturday morning cartoon show for adults <laughs> well not really because kids it love it too adults, so. yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, you probably are, you know, yeah for a certain selection of adults this is uh, much more important to them than anything else <laughs> 
There's a niche audience, I'd say. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah, Definitely. Yeah. yeah, especially when it comes to wrestling. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Weird enterprise. Now. Yeah. So, do you guys have anything else for this minute? Uh, oh, yeah, it's uh, a whole lot. Yeah. We've <laughs> been yeah. talking about it. <laughs> so much stuff in this minute. Like, man, we're going to have some really exciting minutes next week, I think. Oh, yeah. When this plan really gets executed. You know, it would know, make this movie great if it just built and built and built and just ended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just never finished. Yeah, it just ends with them opening the door and they, all right, yeah. let's do this. And they step into the light and then credits. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be that'd be like a really artsy ending. Yeah, that was the ending to Angel, basically. Angel, the TV show about the. Oh yeah, that's when the like, big army. Yeah, and yeah. he never showed it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was, it was just them in an alley saying, "Yep, here come the giant army of demons." It's kind of like the Sopranos, how that ended. Yeah, the wrestler ended that way. Did ironically, just type of wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the wrestler ends with the guy like. Jumping off of the top of the turnbuckle, and you don't know what happens uh, after that. Ooh. And this episode ends that way. This episode ends this yeah, way. I'm just gonna <laughs> cut it right there. It's a good way to. It's a good way to tell your audience this is artsy. Yeah. You should. You could have a conversation about it, and we didn't have an ending. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we couldn't find a way to make this come to a satisfying conclusion. Yeah. So, you guys can do it. Yeah, you do. You do the. The work for us. <laughs> so, uh, Carolyn, thank you so much for joining us all week. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's uh, no, it's uh, it's always great to have. We've had some really amazing guests have. that have yeah. done some really remarkable things, and uh, I think like Immortal Chocolate is up there is my one of my favorites. So, yeah, you love chocolate. Yeah, I love chocolate. Definitely. We, we've had a whole bunch of like time travelers on this show. Wow. Yeah, which is which sucks. Because <laughs> <laughs> just to know that there are people out there that could literally manipulate reality itself, it seems too powerful to me. But they don't seem to be using it in that way, which yeah. makes me question their intelligence. Yeah, <laughs> 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 nah, just kidding, but. No, it's great. It's great to have you. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you. You guys are great. I appreciate you having me all week. Yeah, yeah I know that's it's it's a lot to it's a lot to commit to. So we're always grateful to have people come for the entire yeah. the entire week, every single day. They show up. Yes, it's hard to do that for a lot of people to commit to five five days five straight. Days straight yeah. Five different recording sessions. Yeah. We actually record at different places every single day. Yeah, so. all over the island. Yeah, yeah, people won't, you know, they won't see that yeah. right? because we just record audio. No. No, if they're clearly <laughs> listening to the closely, you can hear the different clues in the background yeah. where mm-hmm. we are. Yeah. You guys should definitely listen to the to the dead air. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> that will hear you in where we're... Yeah. And we, we, we record in some pretty radical places. We do. So, so that's a little Easter eggs for you. Yeah. You guys can figure that out. We just follow the clues. David's cute to start putting put some digital effects, yeah. some sound effects in the back. It's going to be some, some bird sounds. Yeah. You guys got to identify what kind of bird it is. And Dinosaur sounds. Is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, uh, Jana, where can people find you online? Uh, yes. Very simple. Just uh, go to Twitter and you just type in my name. Ah. Uh, John Yabez. J-O-H-N-Y-A-B-E-S. Yeah. One word. Just me. Yeah. Boom. That's wow. it. No underscores. No underscores. No anything. We talked about this before. Yeah. Someone had taken John Yabez. <gasps> yeah. What? Yeah. 
There's two of you. You have uh, a doppelganger. Well, like, I did more. I did. I did a lot more research, and there's actually three of us. Wow. Yeah, and uh, uh, two. Both of them are in uh, into filmmaking. Oh, oh my god! Oh, Maybe they're the time travelers that I, you speak of. Yeah, I was thinking that they might just be different versions of me. <laughs> yeah. You know, one of them, li- one of them, I think lives in California. One of them lives in Philippines. But they both do wedding video. Oh. Both wedding video. Oh video my gosh! Wow. Which is uh, wow. eerie. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Should probably find them. <laughs> yeah. Should. Yeah. They should make a, a documentary about that. Finding John Yavis. Finding, John <laughs> Finding the real John Yavis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And I'm murdering him. There can only be one. Yeah. <laughs> or you just combine into one mega John Yavis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Transformers, like, like yeah. yeah. <laughs> instead, we just like, when we form, we just make one average sized man. <laughs> Finally, six foot two. <laughs> So, uh, listeners, if you want to follow the show on Twitter, we're at Dirty Work Minute. We're also on uh, Facebook. And we've got an email, uh, dirtyworkminute at gmail.com. So you can send us a message there. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hold on, hold on. Where, where so. can we find you, Carolyn? Are you on the social medias? Or do you want to just uh, claim your chocolate dynasty and yeah. have people like, leave you alone? Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, immortality is tough. I don't need more followers. Gotcha, gotcha, you know? gotcha. Yeah, well, they're stealing the secret. Exactly. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> you got to keep a low profile. You know, you're going to really walk it. You're going to mm-hmm. close yourself off. And, mm-hmm. Oh, nice. And then uh, at some point, you'll invite people to your factory and you'll, you'll <laughs> murder children. Yeah, someday. <laughs> and pick one to be your yeah. heir. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Someday. Do intimidation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bring them on a crazy, terrifying boat and <laughs> elevator ride. <laughs> Don't give away all my secrets, John. Oh, Come on. I'm sorry. I won't, I won't tell everyone about your uh, army of slave small people. <laughs> yeah, they're the best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but how about you, David? Where can we, where can we find uh, you? You can find me uh, personally at DKJ Comedy on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, tweet at me, tweet at the show, tweet at John, uh, buy more chocolate. Uh, keep listening. We love that you guys listen and share and comment and do all those great things. We appreciate that so much. And uh, we'll see you all next uh, next week for Minute 65 of the Dirty Work Minutes. I've definitely seen the cell. Is Divide... Our theme song is Emotional by Aura Bora. You should check them out and a bunch of other awesome bands at failedorbitrecords.com. And we'd like to give special thanks to the Star Wars Minute podcast, through whom all things are possible.